Hey, I'm Spike Spencer, and you are listening to The House of Mario, you lucky devil. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The House of Mario, episode 54. And we are the Nintendo Podcast, a part of the Epic Collective. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my best buddy, Bryce DeWitt. Good day. And this week on the show, we have Spike Spencer. He's a voice actor. He's appeared in hundreds of video games and anime, and it was a pleasure having him on. He's been in a uh, few select Nintendo titles, too. Uh, one of my favorite is uh, Ring a Bell from Bravely Default. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did something, as we discovered uh, on our trip, a uh, there was a Fire Emblem anime, and he voiced Prince Marth, who at the time was known as Prince Mars. Yeah, Mars, yeah, because of a translation issue. <laughs> yeah. Is it really fascinating to learn that too? Because I had no idea until we were looking up sort of, you know, the roles he's played. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. He's actually done like, I think among among all Nintendo things, that's probably the most obscure one. He actually did do a Fire Emblem character later on in, in the time, but he's he's pretty much forgotten about it. Uh, that was Excellus from Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, I asked him about that, but you'll hear about that soon. Yeah. Anyway, without further ado, let's jump to the show. Enjoy. Spice Spencer, thank you very much for joining us on The House of Mario. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, for, for those who don't know who you are, or what you do, uh, what do you do? <laughs> uh, I'm a mattress tester. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's... Oh, okay, different. Uh, yeah, I'm a, actually a, I'm a voice actor, a public speaker, I'm a coach, sales trainer, uh, all-around gourmand good guy. <laughs> yep. I do my best. <laughs> so you've voiced in many, 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 many roles. Yes. And uh, a lot we've actually uh, come to the tune to as, you know, uh, kids or gamers. That's something that we've sort of personally grown up with. Your voice has been in a lot of things at this sure. point. Sure. Um, so, we would uh, love to cover both bases of maybe uh, anime and video games. Great, absolutely. Um, so let's let's talk briefly about the anime. Sure. Uh, what what got you kickstarted into anime voiceovers? Uh, Amanda Wynn Lee. Uh, right. She plays Ray in Evangelion uh, and it, many many other things. She is family to me. Uh, she we met on a live action film and uh, she was working at ADV at the time in Houston and uh, we just hit it off became pals and she said come do this voice stuff and I was like okay what's that she goes Japanese anime I'm like what is that I said like cartoons and she said not really I said okay does it pay she said yes I said I'm there (laughs) Uh, and I went and I auditioned and uh, Super Atragon was my first audition ever uh, for anime and I got that I got a role in that and then I think Sweet Coden was next and then Ava right after that um, yeah. Um, so you're widely known in the anime community as the voice of Shinji Ikara. That is true. Yes. Uh, but what are some of your absolute favorite roles that you've done? Um, a lot of them. Uh, I really, really enjoyed. For example, uh, Papillon from Buso Rinkin. One of my favorites. Oh. Um, Arachne or Arakune from Blaze Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a wild trip. Uh, you know, and one of my fa- my favorite people always said, "What's your favorite anime?" I say, "Golden Boy," and I did some roles in Golden Boy, and they were just one-off roles, little bitty things, but it was so much fun. I mean, it got to be just completely silly. 
so those are some of my favorites. I always pay, play the effeminate little girly boy who saves the world in a biomechanical freaking robot, yeah. or <laughs> uh, or I play a psychopath. So yeah. it's a little from column A, a little from column B. Um, but I would also say right after Ava, I mean, I love playing Shinji, but right after Ava when we did uh, uh, Nadesco and I was Akito, it was kind of the anti-Shinji. So after 26 episodes of Shinjiing it up, then we go to Akito, we had a really good time, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had a lot of fun on that one, too. So I know there are plenty of others, but those kind of stand out right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so branching out, uh, obviously you went from anime and you moved into video games as well. Actually, I started in video games. Uh, my wow. first video game was before I ever did an anime. It was called Quantum Gate. I just got reminded of that a little while ago. It was just a little crazy, you know, early video game. You had to buy it on a CD, and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. it was kind of a live action thing. So I don't know if anybody's ever seen that. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how did you How did you get into that? Oh, I was uh, I, I majored in drama at the University of Houston. Uh, this is back in '87 to '91. And uh, one of the guys there was kind of a pioneer up in Seattle with uh, the first wave of all kinds of PC things. And uh, he came from the university. So he hired a lot of us to do that. So it, that's, that's kind of where I started. But it, it, the voiceover really kicked in 13 years ago. I mean, I've been doing it since 90-whatever, uh, 93 or 94. But um, I've just been focusing on that the last 13 years when I moved to Los Angeles. Uh, I haven't really been on camera since because I was doing live action films. I've been on. I've had. I've had uh, scenes on camera with four Academy Award nominees, two winners, and I've worked with them. You know, this close. So, um, but that I haven't done since I left Houston because there was a lot of work going on in Houston and uh, New Orleans and Dallas and things in Austin. So. Um, yeah, I've gotten off topic completely, but go ahead. <laughs> no, no I, was, I was actually about to ask you about it anyway, because uh, we were flicking through, just sort of doing our, doing our little bit of extra research before we come here today, and your demo tapes actually come up on, oh, yeah. the, on the internet. It's so old. They were yeah. interesting to watch. So old. Like the High Neighbor. Oh, that one. Those oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Those were great. Those were funny. <laughs> Busting through the roof. And stuff. Those were funny. Fantastic. Yeah, that was fun to do. <laughs> that was a hoot. Um, so in different voice acting roles, I, I guess I'm just curious myself is like, uh, if you're working on anime and working on video games, what are the absolute key differences between the two? Well, there's a there's kind of a battle going on in Hollywood. Uh, everyone will will typecast you. If you're doing anime, it's kind of looked down on, which oh, wow. is sad because ADR, uh, automated dialogue re- uh, recording or additional dialogue replacement, whatever you call it, um, it's ADR, and that's dubbing. It's hard work. It's the hardest voiceover work there is, yeah. you know, and it pays the least. Mm-hmm. It's you know because it's like, hey, it's somebody else has created it, and you're just you know, putting the voice in. Okay, but that's freaking hard. Yeah. You know, and so you, and of course, anime acting is really quite large. (laughs) So you really get out there and people say, oh, well, you're an anime actor, so you can't do other things. I'm like, baby, I got a baccalaureate degree from the honors program at the University of Houston, majoring in drama with some of the best teachers on the freaking planet. I'm classically trained. Suck on that. (laughs) You know, but they don't care. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> so but video game acting is acting. It's straight up acting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It's not like oh, it's kind of this charactery thing. If you can do a charactery voice, that's nifty, but that doesn't mean it's going to get you into a video game. Yeah. Yeah. A video game is straight on acting. That's why you've got uh, Academy Award winners who are doing video games. You know, they're getting paid a pant load, uh, but it's really it's really solid acting. You know, and I'm not saying that anime isn't, mm-hmm. but anime it's already been done. 
So it's like you can't really, you can only get so deep into it. Like Shinji, that's an acting role. I acted my butt off, but I'm still in parameters. You can't really get where you need to be. You have to, you, you got to scream for 30 seconds, exactly. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute, what if I'm feeling like I want to scream for 32? You know, you can't, you know. So um, that's kind of the differences. And sometimes, sometimes they uh, actually. You know, they cross over. You've seen the crossovers from an anime series that goes into a video game. Yeah. So yep. you're still in the anime world. Yeah. Uh, so there are different different animals uh, completely, but uh, they have similarities. Right. Yep. Yeah. So it's like a horse and a zebra. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Zebra. <laughs> I forgot where I was. So uh, I'm going to hit you on some uh, some video game uh, knowledge that I have of my, uh, myself after doing Good some luck research. With that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just curious if you remember a couple of ro- couple of roles that I I loved you in. Okay. Um, so first one I'm going to bring up Bravely Default as Ring a Bell. Ring a Bell. Love Ring a Bell. Ring a Bell. He is one that of my is, favorite that characters. That is awesome. That was one of my favorites. And it's funny. Uh-huh. I'll give you a little tip. So when we're in the booth when we're acting, a lot of times you, you can't see us, mm-hmm. but we're doing crazy things. So uh, there's always a little tick or a little something for something. For Ring a Bell, it was always like, okay, we're ready. Um, <sighs> Ladies. Hello. <laughs> and it was just, it was, my hands were up here. It's just like that foppish sort yeah. of thing yeah. to get me in there. You know, or like different characters, I'm like hunched over, or you know, we're like like this or that. There's always some kind of tick, so we look like complete madmen. You yeah. know, we're completely out of our minds, right. but it's, it helps get us yeah. into it. So you yeah, physically like put yourself into like the yeah. character as well. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. try to. Because when I tell people, I say, look, if you you hear a difference, if I'm talking to you right now, and if the character does this and pulls his arm out here, do you hear the difference in my voice? It's yeah. a little bit of a strain. Yeah. yeah. So you have to have that. Yeah. So if your if your hands are up like this, my hands are up like this. I'm yeah. trying to, uh, to to mimic it because your your vocal strain is going to be different with subtleties. Perfect. <laughs> um, so the other one that I had on the top of my mind was uh, was a video game that was a, a series that actually got saved by this game. It was uh, really fantastic. It was uh, Fire Emblem Awakening? Yeah. You played Excellus. Yes. Which is uh, quite the conniving little bad guy there. Honestly, I don't remember him. No, but you do know I was Prince Smarth in the original. Yes, you Fire were Emblem. in. Um, yeah. in which we actually went back and in the a day. Bit. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember the exact year, but um, we watched a little bit of it last night. It was when he was known as Mars. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it Marth now? And it was it Mars Marth then. Now. Yeah, it was yeah. Mars okay. then. I thought it was Marth. Uh, Mars then. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. it was a translation. Yeah, it was a real translation bung. Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea there was a Fire Emblem anime yeah. until, until last night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we watched we watched through a little bit of it, and um, yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, that was ADV. Actually, that was yeah, that was Houston. We went through a massive uh, little trip last night of watching all this stuff. We just didn't realize that was uh, yeah, like video games made into TV series. They had like the Donkey Kong Country show and all that stuff. It was <laughs> what? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, crazy. I remember that. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> a bit strange that one, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. There was we got a we got a big ape who's throwing stuff at people. Shoot him! <laughs> I'm sorry, but really, come on, people. So, um, just out of out of question, as uh, our podcast is the House of Mario, if there was any Nintendo character you could ever want to put your spin on, um, well, you're putting me on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I'm not a big gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did all the classic stuff from the '80s, and you know. But I haven't played video games in so long mm-hmm. because if I did, I would never leave my apartment. <laughs> Not and a feeling. I, yep. have, I have things to do. I mean, I still have a PlayStation 1. 
Yeah. Uh, and I have some of the games for that, like Descent and Tomb Raider and, and all that. So I still have that. And if I really need a fix, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, and I got that Atari joystick thing that has like all the originals and the. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like twenty bucks, you know. So yeah. we got that, and I will take that out. I'm like, ooh, centipede. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's broaden the question a bit. Is there any particular video game character out of anything that you would particularly like to voice? Oh, any video game character, all of them. All Are you kidding them. me? Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, more, more work, everything. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, anything I could do. I mean, obviously there are, there are voices that I can't do, but mostly it's like animation. I was just telling him to say, what, what if there was any voice I could do? I'd be Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would love that. And Frank Welker's got it lined up. And I wish him many, many years of success. But someday, a spinoff or something, <laughs> I'd love to be a Scooby-Doo, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just a fun voice. Just oh, and my wife, face, my yeah. wife hates it, you know. <laughs> I hate Scooby-Doo. And I'm like, I just saw the Supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover. I was like, yep. that's the coolest thing. <laughs> I was like Dean, man. I'm like going, I take a bullet for that dog. Yeah, <laughs> love that job. Do your friends and family? Are they? Do they sort of get tired of it? You get? Do you go around doing your voices? Much? Nah, not really. Not really. My my wife, uh, she has a funny saying. She goes, uh, "Yeah, he goes uh, out and he comes back home. I never who I never know who's coming back home to me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, she does. It's funny because I do uh, somewhere along the line. I, I found I could do a Jason Statham sound alike. Um, I kind of have to get into it, but it's uh, you know, it's like. Um, I'll start saying something to her. I was like, it's all right, darling. Don't worry about it. It's great. <laughs> and she's like, keep doing that. <laughs> I'm like, it's great. Yeah. So you're, uh, you're, you've stopped in Australia in a couple places uh, for the moment. Yeah. Um, this is my seventh time down here. Seventh time? Yeah. I've been yeah. to every major city, so, including Tasmania. Yeah. Tasmania is great, too. Yeah. Love Tasmania. Love it. Um, you were in Sydney, I think it was last week, was it? Yeah, at Smash. Yep. yep. How was Smash. Smash was great. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun. Well run. Uh, loved being in Darling Harbor. We stayed in Piermont, like right next to it. And oh, very I, nice. this is the first yeah. time I've been to Sydney, and I didn't even see the Opera House or yeah. the bridge. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I, we went to our place, and we just walked around and explored our area. We'll see it on the way back. We can stop off in Sydney for one night. We'll probably stay near where we can see everything. It's like, yeah, oh. yeah, the little majestic beauty. The Opera oh, yeah. House looks a lot different. <laughs> than what I thought it would like, look like when I first saw it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's seven different structures. Yeah. And you kind of walk around. I thought like, it would be what? like just one big like, ball building or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so interesting. Yeah, I've been all over it. I was like, this is cool. I love it down here, man. I've, I've had an affinity for Australia forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't just Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> as, as, a, as opposed to a lot of people did. I see. It was, it was in like excess in minute work, I think, that got me going. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful part of the world down here. Love it. Absolutely love it down there. Uh, and finally, I suppose, what are you going to get up to while you're in Adelaide? Are you going to see any attractions? Or um, well, they're going to keep work? me pretty busy here. Uh, mm. I've got some other work outside of uh, the the con. I do, like I said, sales training. I, I tell people I do public speaking and, and I work for businesses. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know, my kind of my, my hook is uh, I talk goofy for a living seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, I go out and I'm, you know, giving your boring, bland business talk, and then suddenly I start talking like this, and everybody's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that was just me telling, making a point, and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, so four or five different characters are going to pop out out of nowhere, so it's kind of fun. 
Uh, so I'm doing that while I'm here because I really like to come back here more often. Yeah. You know, I come to a con every five to seven years. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to come out here like every year and, you know, yeah. more. Come down here and stay for like six months in Adelaide, six months in Sydney, six months in Melbourne. You know, just really, you know, build businesses and uh, enjoy it because I just love it down here. Yeah, for sure. Actually, speaking on top of that, I guess uh, the way I'll end it off is that uh, you've got a personal project on YouTube where you sort of just uh, you get a lot of your stuff uploaded from your personal talks and uh, all that. Um, Is that correct? Well, I have I, I put a lot of stuff up on YouTube and Facebook yep. and everything. So I have like my sites. I got SpikeSpencer.com. Yep. Uh, but I've got the dating and relationships, the don't kill your date and other cooking tips. Did yes. you see that one? We did. We, we did. Yes. Okay. Great. We actually watched it. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I have uh, I finished my first book. It's called Food Game: The Ultimate Recipe for Dating Success. Right. And that is I'm premiering here oh, uh, at Avcon. Nice. Uh, but due to a scheduling snafu, I don't actually have a food game panel. <laughs> uh, so I'm just like, okay, everybody, uh, food game. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's, you know, we've redone all those sites. So it's now not just a voiceover guy. Now it's business, sales strategies, coaching, and all of that, uh, as well as goofy voices. Yes. So then you got to have them there since it's fun. Absolutely. You know, I'm a daddy now, man. I got an 11-month-old baby boy. I got to feed. <laughs> I got a two-year-old baby girl, so I know how that is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it certainly becomes a different world when you have children running around. Yes, yes, <laughs> they're they're out running around here somewhere. I don't know where they are, but. Uh... <laughs> so, is there anyone who might be interested in the book? Um, would you like to tell us more about that? Or? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, well, the book I will have. There's a on my my dating relationship site, the don'tkillyourdate.com. There is a link there that says food game, and it's going to be the order there, and I'll have all the information on that. It's still at the, being edited right now, so we're going to be doing pre-sales on that. Um, I've got a food game dating success strategies Facebook group for guys who want to become better guys, become better men, utilizing food, cooking, travel, adventure, and humor as the medium. That's where we go. Yep. I give actual coaching there. Because yep. I am a coach. I'm a neuro-linguistic programming certified coach. I'm a bank code training certified coach. I've got all kinds of stuff. So um, when I talk to guys about relationships and dating, it's not empty, hollow, you know, ridiculous crap. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've got a good background in it. And, uh, and I'm really serious about, you know, that betterment yeah. of oneself. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's SpikeSpencer.com or uh, Don'tKillYourDate.com. Those are the main avenues to get to me. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Facebook. And I'm all over the other stuff, kind of. Twitter, yeah. Instagram. I, I suck at it, I'll be honest, right now. But my, <laughs> my, my wife is good. My wife knows. She's like, there's pictures on Instagram. I'm like, I didn't put them up there. She goes, I did. <laughs> She's that got many it. these days. It's hard to keep up. Dude, it, it really is yeah. difficult, but yeah. that's, that's what we're working on. And that's, that's, that's why I love my wife. She's so good at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's actually going to be uh, judging the... Uh, cosplay uh, for the kids oh, here. Right. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah, and my baby boy's gonna be do his first cosplay. Oh, sweet! He's got a little yeah. uh, Woody from uh, Toy, <laughs> oh, no, Toy nice. Story onesie, so he's yep. gonna go there. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, so it's gonna be awesome. That's uh, those are the main things that I'm I'm doing right now. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, uh, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Spike. I'm glad to see uh, you back in Adelaide and enjoying it. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Love it. I hope that, uh, obviously, the book goes well. And that uh, you find success with that. And I hope to see you more down in Australia. Hopefully, you stick to that. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for being on the show. My pleasure. Bye, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. And we're out. (laughs) 
Thank you very much for listening to The House of Mario, episode 54. We absolutely love speaking with Spike Spencer. We can't thank him enough for coming on the show. And thank you very much to the Avcon staff and organisers that allowed us to do these awesome interviews with such cool guests. And thank you very much to 8bit.net and Brendan White for sending us the portable recorder we needed to run around the con and do some recording. Yep, and thank you very much for hooking, up, hooking us up with those media passes too. Very handy. <laughs> anyway, guys, we'll see you next week for another episode of The House of Mario. Bye-bye. <laughs>